You're listening to a sermon from the Spring Midtown Church in Phoenix, Arizona. If you'd like to learn more about the Spring and its ministry, please visit thespringmidtown.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. to be a people that tell the story of how Christ is working. Um, because we are people that have been transformed by Jesus, and we want to proclaim that. And we, we know that it's not in and of ourselves, but it is to the glory of God that we tell our stories to one another. It, it edifies each other, it encourages one another, and it, we get to tell the story of how we are now participating in the kingdom of God. How as we are restored as people, we are transformed to be an active participant in what God is doing in the world. And so that's what we're going to do together this morning. We have three different people. We're going to hear their stories. Um, the first is Lori. So that we wanted to ask to, to hear what the Lord has been doing in your life this year. So introduce yourself first off. I'm Lori. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What's your job? What do you, how long have you lived in the Valley? How long have you been part of Midtown? Um, I have lived in the Valley for precisely 29 years of my life. Because those are my all years of my life. <laughs> Um, I am a high school math teacher at Phoenix Christian High School, and I've been a part of Midtown since it began in Luke's house. Awesome. Um, so something that we do in my house uh, when we eat dinner is I make my kids go around and say their highs and their lows um, of the day. And so we're going to do that here because that's the tradition that we do in our family, and you guys are our family, and so we're going to do that together. Um, so. Tell us your highs and your lows of the year. Yeah. Um, that's a hard, I feel like that's a hard question because it's been a hard year. Um, but I guess I'll start with my highs. One, um, I got my first full-time teaching position this Ooh. year. Woo! So that was great. Um, Another high is that I was actually able to work through a lot of the, almost all of the pandemic. Well, I mean, it's still happening. I'm still working, so 
so I was able to keep a job. That's that was great because I was a substitute teacher at the beginning of the year and was not sure if I was going to have a job when we went home in March. Um, so that's a, that's another high. And just my community group, who is always great. Kayla, Brett, Frank, you guys are my buds. Um, and uh, my lows, I mean, it's been a really hard year. Teaching, I, I am teaching in person and online at the same time. Um, and that has like been really hard. It's, it's like took a, took a hit at my mental health um, and my physical, I've been sick more times this year than many, any, any other year. And I haven't got COVID yet, which is just interesting in and of itself. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a low. And um, there was a week where I was not working. And that was a, that was a hard week. But that's, I mean, how have you it. How have you seen um, God at work and what has surprised you? How has God surprised you this year? Okay, so... Um, I never thought I would teach at a Christian school. I don't view myself as that Christian, I suppose. <laughs> like, I feel like there's, like, levels of Christians. <laughs> and I'm not at the level at which... And I'm also, like, not, like, a super kind person. <laughs> oh, man, this is making me sound really bad. But, like... When I think of like Christian school teacher, I think of like this really sweet, warm, welcoming like Christmas sweaters. And yeah, like that's just happy yeah. all the time and isn't sarcastic ever. <laughs> and that's not me at all. I'm very much the opposite of that. Um, so when I had the opportunity to just interview at the at Phoenix Christian, I was just so blown away about like where um, they are and what their mission is. If you guys don't know, it's a missional high school. They don't have to be Christian to go there. And in fact, most of them are not Christian. And they're, they're on scholarship, and it's super diverse, and which is just something that I've always wanted to do. So it was like a crazy surprise to just even want to do that and then to just go into that and then and, and do it. Um, so that has been super surprising this year. And just that I've just been pretty mostly consistent with community group. Yeah, mostly consistent. <laughs> I mean, it's been a hard year, but um, I've been trying to make that a priority in my life. And um, just all of the fruit that has come from just being in life with those people. Like, I would find myself just every week, Frank would say something, and then I would break out to this crazy confession of my life. Like every week it would just get more and more intense. Um, and that was surprising because I don't like to tell all my secrets. So like just sharing those with people um, just was really good. And it just, it, I don't know, it was good. It's been good. Um, sounds like community has been a huge part of your life this year. Would you say it's been more so this year than years in the past? 100% yes. Um, were you guys, can I ask a question, were you guys on Zoom most of the year or were you getting together or is that too controversial? <laughs> we did a brief stint of Zoom 
in which I said I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> and then we went back in, to being in person. But we socially distanced outside yeah. for, for a while. It got too cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's just encouraging. I think most people would say that community has been lagging for them this year. And so I love the fact that that's been a huge part of how you've seen God at work. Oh, yeah. And surprise you this year. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't know what I would do if I did not have this. Like, I've had, I would go through, like, a mental breakdown hmm. in, like, a week or in a day. And then they'd be there. And they would tell me things are all right. And we'd just talk and it'd be nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Has there been um, like a passage of scripture or a book or a sermon that you have clung to this year that's been encouragement to you? Um, I mean, I feel like there's, there's several, but um, one is just kind of the verse that I, I've been living my life by and it was extra true this year. Um, and it's Daniel 3.18. For those of you that are like, I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, they're about to, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are about to get thrown into the fire. Um, and the king is like, well, just bow down to me and proclaim my, myself as your God and, and you won't die. And they're like, well, I'd rather die. <laughs> Our God will save us. <laughs> but it, even if he doesn't, I will not bow down to any other God. And um, I've kind of been clinging to that this year. Like, my God is going to save me throughout. I mean, it's been a hard year. Um, I, I may make a lot of jokes, but it's been a really hard year for me. And I've just been kind of trying to cling to that, that my God is going to save me. He's going to save us. Um, but even if not, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay with where things are. I'm okay with dying if, if need be. Um, but I'm just going to trust in what the Lord has and not bow down to, or at least try not to, you know, try not to bow down to any other gods that's not my God. Yeah, that's really, that's a really powerful word. Sorry, thanks. Um, can I ask a, can I ask a follow-up question to that? I'm scared, but sure. <laughs> When you think of that verse, what are the temptations, like what are some of the other gods that you would say have been a temptation for you to bow down to that you've had to continually go back to that scripture? Oh man. Yeah. You don't have to go like deep. <laughs> uh, I mean like money is definitely one. Um, work, like I mean, I feel like I oftentimes can make that the god of my life because I spend my life especially right now, spend my life at my job. Um, just, I mean, there are so many without getting too, I mean, too personal. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are children present. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop there. Thank you for answering that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, last question. Are there any disciplines or rule of life, some new rhythms that you are hoping to practice this year in order to grow in your relationship with the Lord? Yeah, so kind of towards the beginning of quarantine, I was really um, interested in learning how to pray the Psalms. Um, so I met up with Luke and spoke to him kind of about that, what that looked like, and because um, it, it just didn't make sense to me. 
Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't understand how like functional. I'm like, I need to see that before I can just say I'm gonna do it because I don't understand mm-hmm. what that even means. Um, so I've been trying mostly successfully to to um, implement that in my life, especially this year, and um, I'm I want to continue that in through to next year because I think it's been super fruitful for me just to even when you're having like a bad day pray through a really happy song even though you want to punch your bible because it just doesn't make any sense Um, but just having that be a part of your life Um, I was telling Luke today actually um, about just the whole concept of spiritual discipline. And you don't really think of it, at least I don't really think of it as an actual discipline. Mm-hmm. I think of it, oh, that's just something that it's called. Um, until you try to start doing one of them, you're like, oh man, that's why they call it this. Because um, it's not easy, it's, it's something that's hard, it's something that's difficult that um, really takes a lot of you to just consistently do it even when you're not feeling it, especially when you're not feeling it. Um, so that would be that would be the one for me. Awesome. Thanks, Lori. Thanks. Hey, Summer, would you um, pray? Could you stand and pray for Lori and for what she has shared with us? Yeah, Father God, thank you so much for Lori. Thank you that she um, has been vulnerable and has shared with us her Lord, I thank you so much for her community group and the way that they've been a constant support this year, Lord. I pray that you would just bless bless that community group, Lord. I thank you that you've created us to be in community and that Lori has really leaned into that in what has been a really hard year. We thank you, Jesus, for her job at this wonderful Christian school. We thank you for the children that she's able to teach. And we pray that you would just sustain her as she continues in a really difficult situation in our first year of teaching, Lord. Um, we pray that you would just draw near to her um, and that her community group and uh, us as a church would be able to continue to support her during this time. Jesus, we thank you that the story in Daniel has been such a um, testament to her life and is a testament to her in this year. Jesus, I pray that you would continue to help her cling to you and bow down to you and that she would be able to turn away and resist the temptations in her path, Jesus. Uh, we pray all this in your wonderful name. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name is Andrew Meeks. Um, I am currently a student services counselor at GCU. Um, so yeah, me and Clint had that job together, TK, uh, Brittany. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I've been attending the spring, um, I think since the later part of 2018, I believe. Because um, me and Clint were actually office mates and, and he was like, hey bro, you know, I'm doing a sermon. Do you want to come check it out? And I came and, and loved it and, and just kind of fell in love with the community here. Um, and then, yeah, ever since then, got, got involved with the spring. And then me and Brittany were dating at the time. And then Brittany got connected. And 
Yeah, this is our church home, so we love it. Awesome. Um, all right, tell us a little highs and lows. Of highs and lows. Wow, but well, I mean, there has definitely been a ton this year. Um, so yeah, I'll start off with the uh, with the highs. Um, so I, I got engaged uh, to Brittany, so that was definitely, definitely a high there. Um, I also, in June, I, I completed my MBA from GCU as well. Um, so didn't get to have a graduation, but still, still definitely a high point in, in getting that completed. And then, um, yeah, I would say just, you know, some of the highs just with community and, and being able to, you know, just be in contact with friends still and, and just have that blessing has definitely been just like a high point just with, you know, all the, the hard effects of this year. Um, for the lows, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a ton this year. Um, for me personally, um, I think this is one of the first years where I felt like I've had like an impact on my mental health. Because um, I felt like even throughout high school and college, like I never really dealt with anything like that. Um, so I think this year going through through something like that with you know being away from people has definitely been a struggle. Um, especially during March, you know, when everything was locked down, you know, you're in your room 10 to 12 hours a day. It's definitely, um, definitely a hard time for me, for sure. Um, also, um, some of the lows is just the, the impacts of this year, just on my family health-wise, has just been, uh, been, been something pretty hard, for sure. Um, about three months ago, my, my great-uncle passed away um, from, from old age, and he had been someone that I like really looked up to, because um, back home I worked on our family farm, and he was the one that hired me and just kind of showed me all the ropes and was just like one of the most godly, sweet men um, you could ever meet. And just losing him, I felt like definitely struck a chord with me. Um, and then I lost my my grandma about two weeks ago. Um, she uh, she was 91, and just had really bad dementia, and then she ended up testing positive for COVID. Um, so, so ended up losing her about two weeks ago, which was, which was pretty tough on, on my family, on my dad. And then also, uh, my mom lost a first cousin due to COVID that she was really close to. Um, I have an uncle right now in the hospital for, with COVID that he's been there for about two and a half weeks. Um, and then my mom, too right now is in um, her health's just been really affected because um, she she has multiple sclerosis MS and she also was diagnosed with lupus about a couple weeks ago um, so yeah she's just been having just uh, a really tough year physically um, so I, I just think you know the culmination of just all that happening in one year has just definitely been been a lot to, yeah. to handle. So. thanks for sharing that how has the Lord met you in that yeah, I mean, I think um, just, you know, just being fervent in prayer and just knowing that, you know, God's plan is just, is just greater. Mm -hmm. And to know that those people that left um, just left such a good legacy in my family and, and truly did um, just a lot of great work for the kingdom. I think that just, you know, helps just bring a comfort to that. Um, just because, like, my Uncle Jimmy um, just, like, the most godly, like, sweet man and just, um, just the way that he impacted his family and Diane, just the way she impacted her family um, has just kind of been um, just like a good light, uh, you know, with yeah. just all the death going on. Um, 
I think that's definitely been impactful to know that they, you know, left such a good legacy for the kingdom and impacted people so well. I'm going a little bit off script, um, but I would love to hear about your, um, like, he had such a big impact on you. What are some things, as you look forward to getting married and having a family and growing in the Lord, yeah. if you don't mind yeah, yeah, um, no sharing, like, what you learned from him and what, like, if there are specific ways that his life impacted the kingdom that you yeah. saw God at work in his life and you look forward to. Yeah. Um, definitely think he, he was just one of the most, like, hardest working men. Um, you know, he would type of guy gets up at, you know, 6 a.m., working until 9 p.m., harvesting corn, you know, just, you know, just a, a farmer at heart. And just one of the things I remember is just working on the farm with him is, you know, if I was busy, like, plowing field or, you know, just working, you know, on a bunch of weeds or, or anything like that. Um, I just remember one time I was working really hard, and he just drove, he always drove his truck super slow. He always drove, like, five miles per hour. <laughs> so I just saw him just creeping up while I was working. And then he just, he just got out and just walked over to me, brought me a bottle of water. And, you know, just simple, you know, just things like that was serving so well and just loving well. Um, I think it was just such a testament to, you know, just the, the hard work that he had, uh, but also just the way he served and loved others so well, um, just because just his godly example, I feel like it's just spilled over into, into which would be the pack side of my family. Um, they're just all super, you know, strong believers, uh, super involved in the church. And um, so, yeah, I think I've just kind of, always wanted to just have that same response of just, you know, always being someone who's willing to work hard and someone who, who's willing to serve first. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that was really cool to kind of see that firsthand. Yeah. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. What are some ways, um, even in the midst of all this pain that you just shared, um, there were some highs kind of intermixed in there, but where, how has God surprised you? Yeah. I mean, I think just with this year and just, um, everything going on, I think I've been really surprised just by how God is just always there for us as, you know, because we, we read the Bible and we know that, you know, God is with us, God loves us and cares for us. Um, but I think just going through the experience of just mental health challenges and death and just, you know, the human experience we have, going through that and, and praying and knowing that God is still there for you, that he's here to comfort you, that he's always there, I think that's just been something that's really... I feel like just surprised me just because I've never really had to like go through a lot of that in such a short amount of time. Um, so I feel like just being surprised but by knowing by how God is always really there for you and that you can always cry out to him and that he'll always be there to, to be a comfort to you. Mm-hmm. I think it's really been eye-opening just to you know experience it through just the, the tumultuous year we've had. Have there been scriptures that have kind of helped guide you towards the Lord? Yeah, I think um, just um, in Psalms, you know, it talks about, the, you know, the Lord is close to the, to the broken heart and he's, and he's there in times of need. I think that's just been something to, that I've kind of hold, held dear to myself. Um, another thing that I feel like I've, I've learned in 2020 that I've really appreciated was in our community group, we, we were kind of going through different classical devotionals um, from different type of, type of spiritual leaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the weeks we went through Brother Lawrence, who um, kind of one of his main, I would say, tenets of 
was just always trying to experience God, you know, every second of the day and always trying to keep the mind of Christ. And so I think just throughout my days, especially with just all the time we've had with quarantine, is just trying to just always stay in that space of, of just trying to talk with God and be with God. And I think that's really helped. Um, just like what's also cool is working at GCU, we have our chaplain does a email reminder at, uh, from 8 a.m. at noon and then at 3 p.m. And it's essentially just like a prayer reminder that you can join. Um, so I, I like subscribe into those. So every day from like 8, 12, and 3, I'll just get a little email notification for just prayer time. And that's definitely been a good way for me just, you know, going throughout the flow of work just to slow down and just say, God, you know, thank you for today. You know, I'm here. I'm listening. Um, you know, just let my work be, you know, for, for your glory. Let me recognize you. Um, so I think that's uh, kind of a cool thing that I've really learned in 2020 that I kind of want to, you know, just always have that constant reminder of God, I'm here, I'm listening. And, you know, just to always be, uh, you know, listening to him every single second of the day. Yeah. Um, are there disciplines or practices that you're excited to pursue? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I think one thing that I really want to pursue is just constantly, you know, like, um, like Lori said, you know, just setting that discipline, you know, of no matter how I feel throughout the day, um, you know, just to be able to, um, you know, get it done and, and want to be in God's presence, even if I don't feel like it that day. Um, so I think just devoting the first fruits of my day just to, to God and being in prayer and being in that secret place is definitely a, a discipline that I want um, to, you know, keep going throughout 2021. Um, also, I think another, another discipline that I've been really thinking about and really passionate about is just setting um, aside time for, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, wait, what do we, Clint, what do we go on the, uh, the retreats? Solitude. Solitude. That's what I was looking for. Um, so yeah, I think just um, each each month um, setting aside just like an actual solitude day, um, I think will just be really you know replenishing for my soul and just to experience God in that way. Um, so I was thinking about establishing a rhythm. Um, I don't know if anyone here has been to like Canaan in the desert, um, but yeah. So yeah, Clint, uh, we did um, a solitude day there one time, and and I just kind of fell in love with it. And I know just after doing that, just how, how great my soul felt and how just close I felt to the Lord. I definitely think that's something I want to keep, you know, establishing my ry rhythms. Mm -hmm. Just to know that God's, you know, here to listen. He's here to replenish us. And uh, see, I'm hoping to kind of establish that as a, as a uh, rhythm every month. That's awesome. Thank you so much for yeah, sharing. You're welcome. Hey, Clint, will you uh, pray for Andrew? I'd love to. Dear God, thank you for uh, my friend and our friend, uh, Andrew Meeks. Um, if, I, if I had an air horn right now, I'd hit it. And that means something to Andrew, but no one else in this church is great. Uh, we thank you for man, the joy that he brings and everywhere he steps into, uh, but also the, man, the, the depth that he brings. Uh, it is not a, a surface-level joy. It is a deep joy that's rooted in your presence uh, and knowing you. And I thank you for the reminders from the story of the ways that, that you bring life desert that appears devoid of any water that you bring flaming streams of life. Uh, I think you've done
closer to you. Uh, I, I pray that and we can all uh, hear his words, hear his story, and be encouraged and edified in our own walks. Uh, thanks for Andrew. Thanks for this community. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. Thank you. Having me, thank you, Clint. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, introduce yourself to everybody. And don't I keep I'm sorry about people online. I have not been very good about acknowledging you. Hello, friends. Okay, go ahead. Hi, so I'm Alex Sequella, and I was um, born in Lawrenceville, Georgia, but moved here at three years old, and I've been here ever since. So I am a lawyer. Um, which is exciting. Um, I work for the Arizona Court of Appeals, and I'm doing that for a year, and then soon here I'm hoping to get into a firm. So, And I've been following Christ for, well, since I was young, uh, for a while, but um, recently got baptized about a year ago and just confirmed that I'm following Jesus, so that's, that's also very exciting. Yeah. How long have you been a part of the spring? Oh, okay. So I've been a part of the spring going on three years now. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. So actually a lot of highs this year, knock on wood, but those do kind of come with some lows. I'm going to start by saying that I also got to see Tyler get baptized, which was big high for me. Who is Tyler? Tyler is my fiance. <laughs> so that segues into the next high, is that we got engaged this year. So that was another high. Um, I finished law school this year, which was just a relief and a high. Um, and then um, I passed the bar exam. I got a job. <laughs> All in 20, I don't know how it happened, it was a huge, yeah. I think the lows that kind of came with that were that I wasn't really able to celebrate the like all the exciting things that happened because of COVID. Um, there were some things, you know, that Tyler and I went through that were difficult. Um, uh, man, um, I mean, this year has been honestly pretty good for us and um, I feel really really blessed and I've spent a lot of time like thanking God because I've seen how it's really like been difficult for a lot more other people mm -hmm. and so um, although this past weekend was a little bit difficult with Christmas and getting up to Christmas I feel like they, you know God just waited till the end of the year and we're like <laughs> all the bad things are happening now um, so but for the most part lots of highs lows mainly being that we weren't really able to celebrate any of the highs so how has god surprised you or what has been um, a way that you've grown this year that has surprised you yeah so i think a really big thing that surprised me is just how god has worked and like changed my disposition about things mm -hmm. um when I was in, so I spent my last semester of law school in D.C., and that was, so it started January, and obviously I was there when um, everything happened, that, you know, the outbreak, everything kind of came to a head while I was out there, and I was by myself, and I was living in a house with, like, 13 strangers, and 
So in a, in a normal circumstance, I would have every, like just knowing who I am, I'm very like high strung most of the time. Um, I would have just panicked and freaked out. But I feel like God was really with me in that moment. For some reason, I just felt lots of peace and calm considering the circumstances, considering the fact that I was in a place I didn't know, living with 13 people I didn't know, um, away from family, away from Tyler. So, um, and yeah, and there's other, been other things too that have kind of come up in this year where every part of me would have been like, you need to be angry and just, you know, be so pissed off about this. But somehow, in some way, God just kind of flooded me with forgiveness and peace. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was able to forgive and love when, you know, I, I was hurting in some cases. Yeah. So. Have there been scriptures or books that you have read that have kind of helped on that? Yeah. In that respect towards forgiveness and um, peace. Well, I mean, there's been, I, I feel like a, a big part of um, what, what I've done, and, and also when I came back from D.C., I, there was, I think, a sermon that I heard. Um, I don't know if it was Clint or Luke, but it was all about kind of like leaning in to community and leaning into the church and not just kind of expecting to come to the church and, and be fed everything. And that's really kind of sat with me a lot because I feel as though I grew up kind of thinking that on Sundays you go to church and you get the message and then that's gonna get you through the week and then you're gonna come back on Sunday and it's gonna, it's gonna you just do it all over again. And so it's really struck a chord that like, no, we have we have something to give back to the church. Like, I have something mm -hmm. special that I want to give to the church, and every individual here has that. And so that has kind of really just stayed with me in terms of um, sermon. Uh, I don't remember who who said it, or maybe it was scripture, and I just can't remember. But, um, I'll take credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, and then also you know, kind of going off of that, um, you know, the community group that we were in and, and the book we read, which was a roadmap to Re reconciliation, um, 2020 and, you know, the protests, there's been a lot of unrest. And so that book was kind of, I guess, enlightening in trying to understand how to fix these compromised relationships. And, and maybe that's what's kind of led me to be more forgiving in mm -hmm. situations where I normally wouldn't have been. So, yeah. Have you um, that book? It's called Roadmap, Roadmap to Reconciliation yeah. by Brenda, Brenda. Salter McNeil. Yeah. Um, are there practices or things that you're hoping to take into or start or continue that have really aided in your growth in the Lord in the last year? So last year we were in a group. And it was the rooted, we were focusing on the rooted book. And so 2019, I really wanted to focus on praying and yielding more because I felt like I was so, especially with law school, I just like didn't ever find time to just like pray and to think about God and to actually try and listen to what he's trying to say instead of me trying to just like interpret what I think he wants to hear. Um, so 
so I feel like I did, that's something that I have really been working on this year. And, you know, with 2020 being stuck at home, you have a lot of time to really try and be quiet and listen um, and not focus on other things. But um, coming into 2020, I think I really want to um, read more scripture and learn more because I think the more that I learn, the more I feel closer to God, um, the more I think I know more about him, you know, by, by reading more. So... Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. I'm going to pray for you. Okay. Jesus, I thank you for Alex. I thank you for Tyler. I thank you for um, the way that you have drawn them to yourself, that you've used circumstances in their life uh, this year in particular to to change them, to make them more like your son, to, um, to use them as ministers of reconciliation and of the gospel and in their relationships and their family. I pray that you'll continue to go before Alex as she works um, in the law arena and the justice department. Jesus, what an incredible opportunity she has to proclaim the gospel and um, your heart for justice and your heart for uh, reconciliation and your heart for restoration. Jesus, go before her, put your hand upon her, give her discernment and wisdom that can we look forward to um, to 2021 and their marriage and celebrating with them. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Thanks Alex. Thank you.